Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kay bringing us in, and we watched this crazy thing called Mad God, and Aaron's going to give us an introduction about it. There was a time where there was a prince and a gun. No, uh, a corroded <laughs> diving bell descends amidst a ruined city, and an assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens. We have our three wonderful, awesome friends with us tonight to, to help explain this crazy movie and two yeah. wonderful beers we got from Mount Tabor Brewing and from Wayfinder. We'll talk about those in a minute, but yeah, let's who's so who's here tonight? Joining joining them, this is Aaron. This is your uh, MSK 3000 uh, snark expert. Yeah, cuz we did MST3K this whole Yeah, time. you missed a T, dude. Oh yeah, uh, there's a T in there. MST3K, Sorry. MST3K. Yeah. Uh, if anything you're a novice. I, <laughs> MSTK, LGBTQ, I put T in everything. It's yeah. You put tea in everything? Wow, okay. Yeah. It's a weird way to drink coffee, but this I is know. Blake, your stop motion expert. <laughs> and this is Mad Brian R. Coming to you talking about stop action animation. Yeah, there you go. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I have one of those, but I'm not going to use it. I, I had to really fight the urge to use the phone. Like, oh, I could get it out. But yeah, we're not going to do that. Anyway, so thanks for hanging out, everybody. This is... Uh, that was the episode. Bye, guys. Yeah, seriously. Right. So we're, we're, we watched this movie called Mad God that was put out by a gentleman. Um, it took him 30 years to make, literally. 1987 to 2020. We, we did a little research on it, and he had film students and animation students come and work on it in pieces. And he had... Like this just out like on Saturdays. On Saturdays. And it, that's why it took him 30 years, because this is like an hour and a half long crazy diatribe of visual strangeness. That's all I'm going to say. And I am going to... Blake's probably going to throw something at me. I'm going to say it one more time. Who says Clay can't be scary? Well, now it's fine because we're on the podcast. You were all just right. saying a lot during the movie. I was like, that's some scary visuals. I'm like, Oh, it's no, yeah. Really it, it's terrifying. But the reason, if you, have, if you don't know anything about stop motion animation, it takes a long time to make a single... like. Shot happen yeah, labor intensive. It's, it's very. It's, labor you have to make sure the it's there's continuity. You take a single picture, move it slightly. Single picture, move it slightly, and that just takes so much time. Not to mention like building the sets. Like everything was practical. I think mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So this was basically broken down into three parts. There's the assassin who goes down from above, who is sent by an actual human, an actual actor. So the thing yeah. is, is they interlace. I, I believe that was Alex Cox. Yes. The director of Sid and Nancy. What? Yeah. Among oh. other things. Tight. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of interest, <laughs> fun and interesting. So and there's the... There were probably only maybe two or three... Human actors. Human actors in the film. Yeah. yeah. Everything else is stop motion or like there's a lot the, of fire like some, and explosions. visual scenes. effects digitally laid over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one scene where like oil on water or whatever with the close-up yeah like yeah so broken into three parts the assassin shows up and they show him kind of making his way and then he gets captured so that's the end of the first part and the second part is the surgeon and doing their thing and like really gross and there's a I lot hated of that flashbacky part. <laughs> scenery stuff that kind of tells a little of the story so this collection of animated pieces really tells a story but you have to kind of extrapolate the story because loose it's not narrative. it's it, there's a really there's no plot it's a loose narrative yeah so. it's it's a tone poem not really yeah. a, a narrative film right yeah that's a better way to say and yeah. and so the human then at the end they kind of do a little bit with him but then it's more of a visualization of what was inside of this these people or these things that he sends down to try and explode and blow up yeah, that's an interesting question. If so, he is a person or the possible mad god that the title suggests, 
What are those? What, yeah. Other poo people? Uh, just a yeah. different sort of invention? And, and just to be forewarned, this is not, yes, this is animation, but this is not kid appropriate. It not is at all. Not at real all. gross. <laughs> not, yeah. not for language. It's all visual. I, maybe teenager appropriate, somebody 15 and older maybe. If they're going through some stuff, listening to a lot of uh, Tool, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So if you've seen... <laughs> the math or stepdad. <laughs> if, if you've seen Sober, the, the video for the song Sober by Tool off Anima, you would... This is very much like what? that Brothers it, Quay style, very creepy, weird, grotesque, very grotesque. Yeah, it, it reminded me of like I remember as a this will date myself, but you know, Nine Inch Nails. I got an album as a teenager, and it was one of the first times I saw something grotesque, like intentionally done as art. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and I was thinking, you know, like th- there's a certain aesthetic. You know, some people some people are more comfortable with gro- the grotesque as, as others, and like you know, not like cute grotesque like gargoyles on churches. Like this is like legit. This is surgery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, this film, with the craft of making it, was amazing. Yes, it, beautiful. Agreed. Visually stunning. Yeah. But very gross, and and right. maybe that's the the departure point for this discussion tonight. It was not an enjoyable film to watch. I don't no, think any of challenging. us enjoyed it. Right. Uh, it was really an art piece and uh, one one man's vision, one one man's hobby. Uh, Thirty years to bring this to screen to show what he could do visually. Yes, mm-hmm. I could easily see this as a series of installations on screens throughout, a, like at a for a week at a museum. Yeah. Just from yeah. Sunday to the following Sunday, if you don't come here within that week, you don't get to see it. Linear path to follow this weird journey that there is kind of a story. Yeah. You get it's like watching a Mad Max movie where the setting tells some of the story. It just also introduces as many questions. <laughs> where, yeah, there's so, no. So we're thinking, all right, post-apocalypse, but what are these things with like the big teeth and the the yeah, boobs on their butt? There's what, not a lot of happening? continuity between there. You don't know why or what. And I yeah. don't think you're supposed to. You're just supposed to enjoy the. But we sure tried. We sure tried to yeah, guess it. We <laughs> did try. It's open to personal interpretation and <laughs> and, that, and, yeah, and yeah. self-reflection, like art. I mean, it's yeah. definitely an art film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won't watch it again, but I'm certainly glad I watched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for I mean, that reason, yeah. it was it was intriguing, but not enjoyable. Yeah. For and, sure, and it was like, like some of the visual effects were really interesting, but it almost it, it did it. Like I don't want to say it felt like a portfolio of different visual effects that you know Phil Phil Tippett put together, but it, <clears throat> there were some really cool visual things he did. But yeah, it was kind of gross, and I don't want to watch it again. It's like mm-hmm. one, one of like mm-hmm. two or three movies. It's like I, I, okay, I'm glad I saw it, but yeah, not I don't again. Need, yeah. I, I yeah. saw it. It's I don't. I don't need to spend that part of my life again. Yeah, right. it's a one and done thing. I yeah. I really think that, and I was pointing out like because I was reading the trivia as we started watching it. I was like, hey, yeah, in yeah. this first set of scenes in the first like five minutes, you can see some of the material and he worked on RoboCop. He worked on a bunch of different films. Did he Hollywood. work on the first Jurassic Park you mentioned? Yes. That's so there, so cool. there are things you'll see the robot from, I want to say the original TV series, the lost in space, lost in space. The original robot was like one of the clay uh-huh. figures. I could see that like, they had a, it, a lot of those clay figures had a seventies, eighties kind of vibe as if he was been collecting over the years. Yeah. And, Doing this piecemeal, like he said, over 30 years. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it totally looks like these are things he found. Yeah. Like, these are not things he built. Some this of it he this probably is built, a collection maybe... of flea market visits and going, yeah. this is just <laughs> right. Because the, the poo people, so there's these things that are being shocked and they collect the discharge, let's just put it like that, and turn them into people. 
or they, these they, sentient they, beings they animate them. They quicken animated. Them. Yeah. I mean, it's just basically like felt and hair and mud. It's like a gross Fantasia. <laughs> it is. And they have no facial. I mean, it, it's just basically like Stickman, if you ever seen like, like those little wooden man. art models. Where yeah. You, yeah. You, yeah. Actually, really yeah, that's a yeah. really good description. Right. And they are throughout the whole film. They are the yeah. ones that are the, the workers. And, and Aaron kept commenting about, com- are the is this a commentary on capitalism? Uh, yeah. And I think Blake was true in saying yes, because they blew it up in the end, sort of. Yeah, sort of. And 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 the the main population, the poo people, they have no value. No value at all. No value. They're, they're the workers. They brought nothing to the table other than getting squished. It, yeah, they were ex- expendable. And like, if any machinery, you know, had any, you know, slightest deviation to avoid expending a poo person, like, no, it didn't. It didn't happen. Yeah. That poo person was done. It That's was the most it, efficient path. Yeah, it was interesting because the the assassin. Bef- just before he got captured, and we're gonna a little plot spoil here because you're probably not gonna watch this. I mean, which I maybe maybe not. Honestly, calling him an assassin might not even be right. But I just yeah. that's the first part that popped in my head, and then yeah. well, that's how they advertise it. There is no yeah. plot okay, to okay. spoil, Dan. I know <laughs> there's no plot. That's true. Yeah, yeah, no can't really. yeah the, the, you're you're watching this for the visuals. Yes, Let, let's not but, talk about the cuckoo clock then. Ah oh, man, yeah, the, the gnome area. pets. The gnome pets yeah. were my favorite part. There were there was a lot of gnome references, and we have friends who like gnomes a lot, and because they're wrong. Because they don't know wrong. any better. They don't know any better. But yeah, we uh, we we were pointing those out quite a lot, and it was quite funny because we we're like, oh, we got to get him to watch this, but he'd probably hate us if he did. He, I mean, <laughs> Steve might be into it. I don't know when he'll get a chance to watch with the family. <laughs> oh, definitely yeah. not. It'd be a solo project. <laughs> watch it on your lunch break. <laughs> yeah, that's work appropriate. Right. Yeah, this is the last thing anyway, I bring into the office. This is not a film to watch by yourself in a dark room. No. Well, I mean, unless you're on acid. That's the worst uh, reason to do it. You need uh, someone to k- pull no, you out I, of it, man. I think it would spiral into depression. Bri- Brian, yeah. how? what minimum number of people could safely watch this together? Three. Yeah, I think three. I think Aaron's yeah. right. Because you would just start commenting to each other about how crazy it is and what it you're It certainly saying. helped. <laughs> we did. We, we literally <laughs> talked the I, I whole time. We're like, what? Oh, look at that yeah. over there. Blah, blah, blah. And a, and, as, a, as a quick point on that, like, I'm a fil- I, like, I like to immerse in a movie usually. Same. I like to like you know, not, not talk. I get be annoyed quiet. if I'm in a theater and somebody's talking and be like, come on, guys. You do that at home. Like, you know, Show some respect for the movie while you're in a theater. This movie, however. You can't. You can't because like, it is a world of shit. And like, if you immerse yourself into that completely, it would just be a deeply unpleasant experience. Like, there, there is virtually no dialogue, and the right, dialogue yeah. there is is unintelligible. Yes, yes. like baby, so, baby speak. speak. So, so it's all sound design and music. Yeah, and visuals. So it visuals. it really is. I mean, it really is a visual poem. It's an mm-hmm. hour and twenty mm-hmm. minutes of. So, uh, uh, an experience, an art, art experience, a collection of emotions. So, having set this up as like a tone poem and like an unpleasant, like interesting but unpleasant visual experience, the question I had while we were watching it was like, what space does like uncomfortable or unpleasant art have? You know, because not all art should be meant to make you feel good, and not all art meant is meant, meant to like spark joy. What what space is there for art to make well, you more comfortable? Well, yeah, everyone's brains work differently. I've had I've had days and uh, days at a time where I just all I want to watch is like dark, depressing, post apocalyptic stuff. Shortly after the pandemic happened, and we had like a smoke, like a whole the the fire smoke filling the the city. Mm-hmm. My housemate, my housemates, and I were hiding out in the basement, and they they were asking, "What do you want to watch?" I said, "Oh, Snowpiercer." It's like grim, depressing. Right horrible capitalist another capitalist commentary movie 
And they said, yeah, we don't, aren't really in the mood for that. I, 100%. Like, oh, oh. 100% I mm. thought you were going to say Powerpuff Girls. Like, I want to oh. watch Powerpuff Girls. Like, <laughs> now, man, for my, my comfort cartoons, uh, Dexter's Lab or Ninja Turtles. All right. Yeah, Dexter's All right. Lab I could see. But, but yeah, yeah, I just was just craving dark, dystopian something or other. There's a space for it. It's yeah. just, I don't know. So the, th- the four of us usually go for lighter, more fun, yeah, maybe so, weird, but fun stuff. So Brian, when you were in school, was there a lot of these kind of projects going on? Did you see much of this kind of like not being made for pleasure type things? Cause in film school, you there's everybody's all over the map. Oh yeah. In in film school, there was yeah. a lot of personal trauma being worked out on film. Yes, therapy. And, when, mm-hmm, and, I, mm-hmm. and I will say, I, I did make a stand, stop animation film myself. <gasps> I want to see it. Oh, nice. Um, I want to see it. I want to. I don't know if it exists anymore. Oh, oh, then we'll yeah, just okay. make it ourselves. But <laughs> listeners, get more All listeners. Right. We'll start a Patreon. <laughs> I, I, I will toot my own horn. I, I lived in a high rise apartment building, uh-huh. and I did it over the course of one night, so that in the background of my stop animation, the sun rose. <gasps> oh, nice! Wow. wow. But nice. I will also say I only had a single figure. That which, helps. Which was much easier to animate, but it did take me 12 hours to animate this. Wow. Like 20 seconds worth of film? It was it was three minutes. Oh, three minutes? But wow. I, I went fast. Oh, I, mean, I was going to say, you're like, I, move, click, move, I click, move, click, yeah. move, click. Like yeah. one figure. And, Versus and, like if you've got a scene with several that you have to try and figure out. Like, and like, you're moving something and you're moving the camera and you have and to keep if there's the stuff camera the focus at the yeah, right yeah. distance. So and the and the camera was locked off. So the yeah. it was just yeah, yeah. the figure moving with the yeah. with the... With the sky changing behind it, that's yeah, very cool. So, so the thing is, is like if you've never, I mean, some of the older crowd they would know some of the the really nice stop motion animation. Harry um, Ray Harry Harryhausen for one. Harryhausen, yeah, the the Rankin Bass, the like yeah. uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, yeah. Frost the, the stuff you saw, yeah. Deep Miser, Frost Miser. Yeah. That that's all stop motion animation. That's not animated. That's stop motion. So it's you yes. have a figure, yeah. you're moving yeah. it, you take a picture, you move it, take a picture. This interlaced a lot of the different I say I use that word again it overlaid a lot of different aspects of I don't know if it was in like they just they had a specific set and then later on they did the post-production and added sort of the the more fluid visuals because there was a lot of really interesting scenes that mixed and we asked ourselves we were asking we said it out loud we're watching this how do they do that that had to have been done later post-production because it's like you're not going to do stop motion and have live flame going at the same time or or, uh, fabric tattering in the wind Yeah, exactly. Or the dude floating. Yeah, it, it, it had to be a, a, a composite like, shot where they yeah. where they took uh, two different images and then married them together. Yeah, and, and they did a really good job. I I didn't see any glitchy, weird. Yeah, there there know, were no artifacts yeah. of of that process. It was pretty seamless. So from an artistic standpoint, AA plus. Like they did from a, a fan standpoint. standpoint. Savage disappointment. No Wallace or Gromit. Yeah, no I'm Wallace or Gromit. Heartbroken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a challenging film. It was you. It was not you, meant to you be. You got fun. to enjoy art. Yeah, extremely well executed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd recommend for fans of animation, at least. Yeah. At least part of it. <laughs> maybe not the entire thing. Maybe not the middle part. But it yeah, just there's there's definitely some gore. It's not just horror. It's not scary stuff. There is gore. I'm like, they're yeah. like ripping things like, apart. There's no language. It's all visual. Well, yeah. We were talking like Quentin Tarantino, Bioshock. There were, there were a number of different yeah. like sort of callback or, or you know, similar. Visualizations. Yeah, like, right. I mean, yeah, some gross, gross stuff. And they do actually drop things onto the lens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
which is I lo- interesting. I love that. I yeah, love that there, there's some splattering. So it's like break the fourth wall a little bit, you know. Right. Which is cool. You know, I don't know. But we also had a couple of beers with this film. Yes, we did. And I purposely sought out some interesting cans and a couple of beers that I thought the styles would either completely not compete with it or go with it and make you like, oh, yeah, I'm interested in this. And it's like, oh, cool visuals. I didn't know there wasn't any dialogue. So I just, I took a chance. And I think these both beers went okay. I honestly, before we get into them, if you watch, if you decide to watch this, and you don't drink anything, you might be fine. Yeah. It's kind of tough to pair anything with it. But if you decide to drink something, a sour <laughs> sign says cut to Dan. <laughs> There's no camera in here. Yeah. yeah. What, whatever beer style you don't like, that's the one to drink with this. Because it's going to be mad. You're going to be mad. I was telling the guys, I was like, well, I picked a couple of really like safe beers. And I'm like, oh, we should have just drank something that's going to piss us off. Because this film, it makes you kind of just question. We should drink like that skunk beer. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> too much in the summertime. Kind of, really, kind of really, shitty beer. Really weird what stuff. goes well. Right. right. Thanks for hanging in there, everybody. And so we're You're welcome. moving to beer. We're gonna we've been talking about this film called Mad God, and we're now gonna which is stop motion animation, really interesting, about an hour twenty minutes. Phil Trippett. Now we're gonna talk about the two beers that we had. The first one is from Wayfinder, and those here in the Portland metro area can find Wayfinder at most common grocery stores. Wait, you know, Freddy's, New Seasons, wherever. We had the Hell Lager beer. And I picked this one out because of the label, and I knew that I've had this beer a number of times, both on draft and at the location at Wayfinder itself. Wayfinder makes a good beer. And, and in cans. And the, the the label itself has like a skull with a wing and a sword. And, you know, surprisingly enough, there's all of these visuals that are on the label of this can were in this film. Including the Surgeon General warning about pregnant women. It was weird. Yeah, I know. Just don't be an assassin that gets torn apart and with a surgeon and finds this infant, weird, bizarre. Yeah. Don't, we don't know what it was, but it was crying like a baby. Yeah, I hated that part. Let's talk about the beer so I can forget about it. Unlike the beer. <laughs> I hated all the parts, including like the doll that was touching itself. And then oh, yeah. that oh, I forgot oh. about that. And the, yeah. And, yeah. Except and for the gnome pets. And then there was the one scene that Brian had to show and, and we couldn't stop watching. So these <laughs> yeah. two things get electrocuted and one gets a little aroused in a way that's inappropriate <laughs> for the podcast. Um, real quick, Electrophallus, good band name. Yes, there you go. So, <laughs> Hell... As, as an interesting beer. So this is a, a Hellas, and it's like 4.9% ABV and 20 IBU. It's like really crisp and light. It has a lot of effervescence, so it kind of dances on the tongue. It has some floral and normal hop aromas, and it just, mm-hmm. it's a really, really nice Hellas that is light and is crushable in some ways, yeah. but it still has enough, not necessarily real bitterness, but it, it, it has Little enough kick. attention, and it will linger. It lingers. It doesn't just hit and drop. Like a cranberry song. Correct. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to? <laughs> Do you have to? <laughs> Do you have to? This was a pleasant beer, though. Like yes. it, it was a pleasant beer. I don't think. Like I liked the beer. I don't think it matched Not the visual the of the movie. Yeah. Like it just it seemed too um, enjoyable. This is a Ryan Reynolds <laughs> uh, vehicle uh, beer. This is something you watch when Ryan Reynolds is just cracking wise or, and or uh, like a around. sci-fi that doesn't take itself too seriously yeah like, yeah. yeah fifth yeah. element i can yeah, see this in a fifth sure, element yeah 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 what do you so, think brian 
Yeah, I don't know. The picture on the can really matched the film. Yes, that's why I got it. I was like, having seen the previews, I was like, oh yeah, skulls and wings and swords and kind of like D&D kind of horror stuff. Yeah. Totally matched it, but the beard. Yeah, so, yeah. And I would also very much agree. It was non-distracting. It was a nice beer. And it's like, um, what are we watching? Because it, it, yeah, we just were distracted by the film more than anything. Yeah. Good beer, not necessarily good for the film. And the I don't know one. if anyone is actually going to give a thumbs up on the film, so we can go ahead and move on to the second beer, which was from Mount Tabor Brewing, which has locations both in Portland and in Vancouver. They distribute in both Vancouver and Portland. The location I bought these beers at was the Hollywood, I don't know, is it liquor store? I think it's called liquor store. I think it's Hollywood. I've been it's there Hollywood three liquor. times, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were running around and we're like, hey, we're going to stop and grab some beers. And so we went back and we, I, I literally just picked out the cans based on the label. And so this from Mount Tabor Brewing is called Tabor Ador Doppelbach. And it's got like 7.3%, 26 IBU. It's just really rich and has a solid body, a solid mouthfeel. And it has a kind of a spoof of the Terminator holding a four pack of the beer dun, dun, can dun, 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 with dun. a picture of himself. So it's like they did the label first and then they added the can. That it's, it's, like, it's amazing. I was like, Oh, it's got Arnold on it. And this was supposed to be like a post apocalyptic thing, which it was, which reminded me very much of like the scene in the Terminator where you yeah, have yeah. the, it, the it, skanks where rolling says, over Terminators the are crushing the skulls. Yeah. He says famously, I'll be double bock. I'll be double bock. God, yes. get up, go Lee. <laughs> You're I'm fired. so jealous. I didn't think of that first. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I was commenting with Brian. It sort of fits since the first Terminator, especially. It had noticeable stop motion effects uh, before James Cameron really mastered the craft. Yeah. Uh, like partway through, when he's like shot and peeling his skin off and repairing himself, it's really kind of. It's like it looks like that uh, Land Before Ti- uh, Land Before Time, the um dinosaur claymation uh, stop motion movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a show. Yeah. I'm blanking on the show now. Dang it. But yeah, like a very choppy, blocky sort of move. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what the first Terminator sort of felt like. And yeah. a lot of the scenes were really fluid, but yeah, it this had one that looked vibe. Great. Yeah, yeah. It, so, later scenes had a choppier look, but a lot of them is really it's phenomenal. It was very motion. smooth animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smooth. yeah. smooth up. But anyway, if, if you want to talk about the beer, sorry, I was... That was another reference for why. <laughs> okay, so this so is the this of, beer went better yes. as far yeah. as I was concerned. Both of these, I agree with that. Both of these are lagers. One is a very light lager, and one is a very dark and heavier lager. Yeah. So in in the darkness of the second one, yeah. the Mount Tabor so lager. So you know you're talking like better. basically five yeah. percent to over seven percent. So yep, yep. you have a little bit more kick. The IBUs on this one aren't necessarily. It's a, like a dry leafy hop or like traditional German. Most German beers have a dry leafy approach to them or earthen. You, you get that little bit of like, if you put dirt in your mouth, you get that little weird acid, iron, just like When are you putting body. dirt in your mouth? As a when kid, aren't like, you? When aren't you? you know, why, like, why do you think I, I never get sick? Yeah, I know. <laughs> when, I whenever you would watch this movie. Yes. <laughs> you're going to want to eat Brian, that's putting dirt in your eye. <laughs> you're visually putting dirt I, in your mouth. I don't mean to be judgmental. <laughs> Any, anybody that wants to put dirt, dirt anywhere is, is totally fine. You, yeah. Aaron, per, gross. Pers- Dirt's not food. Don't it's don't a personal a choice. Don't be a hater. Do, do what you will with dirt. We're all adults. Yeah, so it's it's got that kind of earthy, full body like approach to it that's not... It's not weird, hoppy, right, super right. sharp. It's very rounded and grounded, I guess, would be my best approach <laughs> to talking about this beer, which went fairly well with this non-grounded film. It's, it, that was crazy. It's got, yeah, there's like a little bit more, more like robust 
kind of yes. flavor to it. And, and it does match the movie better, which is not to say that it's a shitty beer by any means or an unpleasant beer. It's a good beer. Mm. It went well with the crazy visuals. That's all I'm going to say. Is like the heavy heaviness of yeah, the film yeah. and the heaviness yes. of the beer is matched up a little that, bit. Good way to say that. Good yeah. So if you're that. gonna if you are going to watch this and you're going to seek out something again, as mentioned earlier, find something that is going to be a little heavier. We 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 mentioned maybe stout, but stouts may even not necessarily be able to hold eh. up to this. I I would. Personally, I would get some Everclear and drop some hops and a <laughs> tab of acid. Because <laughs> we were talking about like some of the scenes were like, oh, they lifted that from you know 2001: A Space Odyssey because like it's the the like weird the lava lampy. The end. There's, yeah. it, it, could yeah. I find like a dark Harry Porter that has menthol tones? That could probably yeah yeah. I mean, you can right. get something that's going to sit on the tongue and just like coat it and right. like be there and be like oh, I'm gonna just burn melt her. some asphalt and then chug it yeah. down vaguely medicinal just yeah be I, gross I, yeah, totally. <laughs> gross and heavy but gross in a pleasant way <laughs> out of these two beers I think this I, I think we would all agree the second one went better and, and I don't agree I don't know if we're actually gonna suggest anyone actually watch this unless you're really into art films and animation and like stop motion animation I have a couple of friends who I think would enjoy it yeah the, <laughs> but the, cr- the craft of the film yeah was yeah. outstanding yes and it was visually interesting for 20 minutes. About 20 minutes, yeah. That's a, it, yeah. Visual interest. Not in a row, but like 20 minutes in, overall. In, in, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, visual interest. It was, or, it was a long film to watch. But it was there, like a big music video. Some, some people really do like the grotesque and find comfort yeah. in the yeah. grotesque. And then they will appreciate this movie also. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you want something that's like satisfying and feels happy at the end, like... This is not the movie. This for is you. not for you. Yeah. I mean, you. You know what you could do? Hydrate. Well, that's later. Oh. You, have to, you have to do your end credit stuff. God, it's like dance, dance first time. No, like uh, Pink Floyd's "The Wall" and "The Wizard of Oz." Find an, a Tool album that syncs up with this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. where the album plays all the way and ends as the credits end. Well, the music there's not a lot of music. That's no, the music possible. is good though. The music that they do have is like creepy and otherworldly. A and theory, yeah, yeah, but. Like, it might be fun to see, yeah, or, or even better, like a Britney the, Spears album that the, fits. <laughs> the music was better for the first half hour. Yeah. True. I would also say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, score yeah. was fantastic for the first half hour. Like, And again, broken into three different parts and probably done in different decades and done over time. And, you know, he, as, as Brian mentioned, or you mentioned that they watching the credits, he didn't edit this. Yeah, it was a Brian. Uh, there was catch. somebody else that edited it, and which is not surprising because it's like if you're just an animator, you're, that's not necessarily as you had mentioned, not your, your wheelhouse. Suit. It's yeah. not your strong suit. Yeah, you, you're going to rely on somebody to help kind of congeal it and and try to tell a little bit of a story. And this falls short. It there is a story there, but it's there, there's really, a narrative. There's a narrative. You just really have to extrapolate really hard. Yeah. Again, I think you if you're in animation and you really want to see something that's fun and different and challenging and not pleasant. To be mm-hmm. challenged by the horror of it. Yeah. Again, who says clay can't be scary? Mm-hmm. Aaron said that like all the time. I, I didn't want to tell you. I'm saying it again. No, I said I'm. I'm that's a, my phrase, man. That's my phrase. Pop quiz, Aaron. How many Kickstarter backers were there? All right, there were four thousand. Dang, he got it. And <laughs> we we sat through those credits to look at the names of all those Kickstarter. What was backers? one Megazord or whatever? Uh, Mega. Oh shit! What was it? Um, <laughs> 
Mega Mega Domain Mega, mega Plane Mega Mega, mega, mega something. It was mega, a username, yeah, and all the, after all these like first and last Christian names or whatever, it's like regular names, just Mega Dongle or whatever. Like God, buddy, <laughs> it use was your, not a dongle. Just use your freaking <laughs> name. It's for comedy. There, there, there were several dongles on this film. Yeah, true. We we I think enjoyed the post credit in the credit scene. Well, not post credit, but the credits a, a little bit more enjoyable than the film in some ways because we were just <laughs> laughing. About I like the it. I like the cuckoo clock. Yeah, at the yeah. very end, there's a cuckoo clock with a big toucan that looks somewhat realistic a little bit. It's got feathers on it. It's that like, was a monster. It, it, it wasn't made, a toucan. It made no <laughs> sense why they showed... Okay, time ran out. Yeah. Because they showed cuckoo, time... Cuckoo. They it felt t- like the end of a Tim and Eric bit where it's just All like, right. watch this horrible thing. And then, punchline, what did I just see? So <laughs> so what kind of films would go well with these two beers? Ooh. Um, that is actually really I good mean, question. the easy answer is Terminator 2, ju- T2 Judgment Day for the Tabor. Because, yeah, you know, it is about the Terminator. So the it, first it's one, pretty heavy and dark. Linda Carter is just terrifying. Well, uh, Mad yeah. Max came up earlier in discussion, yeah. too. Yeah. Think? Yeah. I'd, I'd watch would, Road Warrior. That, that would be a Mad Max beer. Yeah. Uh, hell, hell goes with pretty much anything TV related because it's really light and short lived. You're going to pound yeah. it really fast because it's a good cream. Fr- friends crisp. the movie. Friends, well, yeah, yeah, Friends the movie. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Let's watch Friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Oh no, I'm sick all of a sudden. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would drink this if I was watching Letterkenny or anything oh, yeah. fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, yeah. We we were watching like Love, Death, and Robots and some other stuff before we started the episode, and we're just like, hey, you know, we, we don't want to start drinking the beers quite yet because we only have two and it's like yeah it's not, it's not like a, a crazy long movie no it's an hour 20 minutes but but that's with credits so yeah 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 all right so but it, I, but it felt like five it felt like a <laughs> it did feel longer. a lot longer yeah <laughs> so yeah. i think everyone is a maybe thumbs down ish maybe ish on this film it, maybe thumbs up with the caveats yeah like I mean, it's not it, bad it's a very it's selective who you would recommend this to. Like, right. again yeah definitely. yeah and I, I know some people who would probably enjoy the tone and the animation and everything but yeah. A lot of my friends, like I can tell you right now, both my parents would hate this. Yeah. Well, oh God, as, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, Dad's always asking me to, what, what to watch. I'm going through the world. It's like he'd hate this, he'd hate this. Mom like like that, he'd hate this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. So, any any thoughts? Any last words on this and the beers before we uh, go ahead and close this episode out? I mean, I I want to say that both beers were good. They not you know, there's things you can yeah. enjoy this film with, but. It's on streaming services. It was put out by Shudder originally. And again, it took them a really long time to make it. And it, mm-hmm. it's very disjointed from that perspective. The visuals change dramatically. There's live human action juxtaposed against stop motion animation. And you're like, okay, how am I supposed to connect these without just like suspending all belief and be like, okay, so there's a story here. It's appropriate Shudder content. It is. It's, it's, it's just horror visual. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. what Shudder provides. Good on Shudder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, r- recommended for people who aren't depressed because of COVID and for people who are maybe in film school and for people who like uh, love the grotesque. A yeah. v- very select, specific and audience. People who love animation. There's, yeah. people who there's love something animation. there for them. Yeah. And yeah. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> he might like it. He might. He might. You know, I love animation, guys. I love it. <laughs> yes. All right. So if you don't hydrate... I don't have a fun way to make this kind of tear the movie. Imagine there's like a melting man saying this, dihydrate. Yeah, just please hydrate if you're going to drink <laughs> anything. And and as always, the opinions expressed during the timing of this are those of the hosts. And, you know, we really want to thank you for hanging out. And this was an interesting film. It was challenging. And the beers were good. But I don't know if they really helped it a whole lot. So, you know, I'm just going to sign it out because we're just going to keep digressing on. The you negativity. keep digressing. <laughs> 
I help. Yeah. <laughs> we all help each other. You help a lot, What's Aaron. That? Thank you. Thank you, Aaron, for helping. So this is Dan signing out. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. This is Aaron. Thank you for listening. This is the Melting Poo Man Blake saying... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is Brian. Thank you very much. <laughs>